This weekend's UFC 262 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code TBP... Oh, fuck. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Wanna go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Anything better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 105 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another crazy week? Another one in the books? Or another one ready to start, depending on when you're listening to this? See, I'm kind of in a time warp kind of funky thing here, because I'm recording this like Friday morning. So, um, But anyway, um, yeah. I don't know, kind of a slow week. Anything happened in the NHL that we can talk about? <laughs> oh, yes. Get ready, folks. It's coming. I got a good one for you today. A little different today, actually. Um, of course, obviously, I'm gonna, this is the Tom Wilson New York Rangers special episode. I'm sure everyone is just nauseated with all the bullshit talk about it. And next week, it'll all be over and done with, and everybody can go about their lives. But, um, well, I'll, I'm, I'm recording this, like I said, I'm recording this early. This will kind of be my take on it and my rant and, and what I have to say about the, uh, the whole situation. Um, and then I am actually going to get on the phone and I'm going to record with someone, this is, uh, with someone off of Facebook, off the Enforcer Appreciation Group. Uh, him and I, uh, had a little back and forth yesterday and, uh, yeah, we disagreed on a few things. And I've always wanted to do this, and I've extended this offer a few times to people online that have argued with me uh, about coming on the show and making it a point-counterpoint kind of deal. And they've always uh, ran and hid and never did it. Well, Mike uh, has agreed to do it, and uh, I am uh, about to, in about two hours, give him a phone call because that's when he is ready to go. And... Uh, yeah, we'll record. It's it's actually probably not so much about the Wilson thing. It's actually probably more about the uh, the uh, 
the ghost by how do you even say that guy's name? I should probably look that up before, or else we'll have another uh, elder incident. Um, or Edler, see, I did it again. <laughs> um, with the cross check where he got suspended, we were kind of talking about that and the Wilson thing combined and whatever. And um, I had posted sort of a, a flippant remark, and uh, he replied to it, and we kind of went back and forth a little bit. I mean, we weren't sitting there motherfucking each other or anything, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, but he's, uh, you know, former player and stuff. So it'll, uh, junior guy. And, uh, I think he's still involved in hockey. I'll find out obviously when, when I get him on the line, but, uh, so coming up later in the show, stay tuned coming up later, Mike and I will have a, uh, have a debate. Although a part of me already thinks we're going to probably agree on a lot of things, but, uh, Sort of interesting to have a complete, because obviously, uh, well, I mean, the players that I have on are strange, but they're not really strangers, you know what I mean? But this is like, like we don't follow each other on social media. I've never interacted with them before. Um, so this will be interesting, uh, conversation. But, um, before I get into all that, like I said, proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network, over 50 shows on the network, all the NHL teams are represented. Um, so whatever fan you're, whatever team you're a fan of, tune in and, uh, there's a show for you. I'm sure the Rangers and Washington guys will be busy. Um, you know, as the, I guess the, the season's winding down here, um, and the playoffs are going. So, um, and then myself, Terry Ryan, Brad Lieb, et cetera, are on the original content side. Um, the network really has a little bit of everything. I mean, cooking shows and, uh, cooking and skate, skates and plates and everything. And then, uh, um, the life after hockey and then the mental, uh, mental health aspect of it and, uh, and, and a number of different things. Of course, I fall into the, the fighting aspect of it, I guess. Um, so I know the, the network's really trying to broaden, um, in, in terms of, uh, shows and topics of the shows. So, um, yeah, like I said, cruise around the network and, uh, you'll find a show that'll, that'll interest you. But, uh, and then for my off show, my off network friends, I should say. Uh, I'll start with Joe Lazito, the old man out in New York. Uh, he's still screaming Bolton from the from the uh, from the top of the Statue of Liberty or something, or whatever you Nor- New York folks do. Um, are fries big in New York? Because we have like a New York fries in our f- food courts around here. Is New York known for its fries? I know like Philly's got the cheesesteak. What's New-, New York sliced pizza? I don't know. What's New York known for? But, huh. I've never been to New York. I always want to go. I'd, li- I'd really like to go. Uh, at some point in my life, I definitely have to get to New York for sure. Um, I'm still mad at myself. I've never seen, I never got to see old Yankee Stadium. That really bugs me. Um, but yes, someday New York, New York, New York, the city so nice they named it twice. I will be there. You know, I'm actually, I'm waiting for Joe to leave. Then I'll show up. Yeah. I don't want to run into Joe in the subway. You know. But I mean, we'll see this old bald guy walking around with a UE Croup jersey on the subway. I'll know who it is. I'll, Joe, you know. No, Joe. I I'd love to hang out in New York with Joe. That'd be tremendous. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Joe has a show too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Coliseum Chronicles. I'm not moving my shit around here. Coliseum Chronicles, the Joe, it's an Islander based, uh, podcast or enforcer podcast. Um, and Joe's interviewed everybody, Mick Fakota, Jason Strudwick, Aaron Asham, Eric Bolton. Um, 
on and on. And he does a great job. And Joe's been around, uh, you know, like I said, he, he was, uh, he helped out with those, the bad boys books that Stan Fischler wrote, uh, back in the old tough guy magazines that were, uh, that came out once a year by, from hockey stars. Uh, Joe was a big time contributor to those. Yeah. I mean, Joe's been around the game, knows the game. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm actually really interested to hear what his take is on all this. Um, right now, he or he just wrapped up uh, a two part interview with Drew Fatta. That was that was uh, that was great. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, like I said, Joe does a great job, and uh, I highly encourage anybody listening to go definitely check check his stuff out. Um, uh, I see he's, he's coming out with pucks now. Joe, Joe will slap his face on anything. I'll tell you, merchandise, man. I'll tell you, he's got the merch flying out there. Uh, he put his face on hockey pucks now. Could you imagine scoring your first goal and you got the on the mantle? You got a picture of freaking Joe Lazito's face on there. Oh man, you'll you'll wish you had shot it wide. I'll tell you that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. That, that's all we need. Joe's face on a rubber. What? What are we talking about? Rubbers? Oh, I don't know about rubbers. I don't know. I might have to edit that part out. I don't even know what I said. That's that's funny. No. <laughs> Joe, Joe does outstanding work. Check out his show. Uh, Dan, Paul, and Kelly over at the Obey the Puck show and Fred and Dave at the Slewfoot show. I'm sure they will have a lot to say about this. Uh, definitely tune in. Uh, they, are they of course, cover... Uh, Today's hockey, uh, you know, the, the news and, and all the happenings that goes on in the NHL and in the minors and in women's hockey, on and on. So I'm sure they'll have lots to say about this whole deal. So, and, uh, they're nice folks. So check them out. And like I say, I listen to them so I don't have to watch. So, but I stay informed. Oh no, what was my finger on the pulse, Ryan? <laughs> He's already skipped this part. This is an inside joke. Forget it. You folks won't know. You know. You gotta, you gotta move a few fridges to understand that one. But, um, yeah. Alright, guys. Also, if you wanna follow me on social media, oh, you should have been following me the last couple days. Just stirring the pot. Stirring it. Oh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Getting these nerds worked up. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, well, and that, and, well, Mike and I will address this when we were, when we talk. That's initially, he, he questioned why he laughed because I was, he claimed I was so butthurt over this, which is kind of funny because this is how we don't know each other. Because if, if he only knew that I, I just don't care. I don't care about Tom Wilson or anything that happened. It doesn't matter to me, but, uh, I just, like I said, it's, it's a form. So I'm here to create conversation and, and flow back and forth. And I, I have to do a podcast show. So, I mean, I have to talk about these things, but I'm indifferent to this shit. I don't care. So. That's what I always say with my show and on my tweets and everything else. You're getting a completely indifferent take on things. It doesn't matter to me. I can be objective. All the people that were replying to me sure can't. As I look with the, they have little New York Ranger logos in their, in their uh, profile pictures and everything else or hashtag NYR, you know, or hashtag all Washington Capitals for that matter. I mean, they can't be objective, which I will, I'm going to point out shortly here. And so, but with, with me, I don't care about any of this. Like if Tom Wilson acts like a fucking goof and does something really brutal, I'll admit that he did something really brutal or if Ryan Reeves does or, or whoever, 
you know, that's like when I put the picture up of Wendell Clark grounded and pounding that guy. I have no problem with it. But but don't try to justify that shit. You know, I'll get into all that. I'll get into all that. But I'm I'm just saying for right now uh, while I'm on this is when you listen to this show you're going to get the actual I don't want to say the actual truth because that's not true because that's just my opinion of what the truth is and everyone has their opinion. But um yeah, I guess objectivity is is my point. I I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't care. I'm not a fan of it de- you know, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Because like, I don't like when I tell people I don't give a shit about the game of hockey, I don't give a shit about 2021 hockey. I don't care. I don't watch it anymore. I mean, all the Wilson stuff or all the things that have happened, I get because it's on my timeline on Twitter. That's how I see it. Or I watch highlights because I got to check my pro lines, my gambling bets. So I watch the scores. I'm a highlights guy. Even then, not really. But more baseball highlights, I can give a shit about hockey. So people always act like, oh, you know, or did you see? Did you? No, I didn't see. And then you want to know why I, I pronounced the, some of these names wrong? It's because I'm not trying to pull the Don Cherry 2.0. It's, I don't know their names. Outside, unless they appear in my timeline and stuff, I couldn't name you five New York Rangers. In 1991, I could tell you their whole roster. But in 2021, I could give two shits and I don't know anybody on their team. Outside of a few names. So, and same with the Capitals. So, I, like I said, I, when, when I do this show from here and for, for, from here on out, or and before, for those listening, know that you're getting a complete unbiased opinion on what I'm just going by how I view the game of hockey or how, you know, my opinion on the game of hockey is how I react to the situations. I don't care who's involved. The players don't matter to me. They may as well be player A and player B. I'm just looking at the action that happened. And then that that is my reaction to the incident. Is what happened. Okay? So going forward, let's... I'm just going to... I'm clarifying that as for the rest of this episode goes and from every episode on out if you ever if you're coming back to listen to this show you might stop listening to the show after this episode but just know that the reaction I'm giving you um, or my take as they say on whatever happens to be I'm talking about is just how I look at it and my view of the game of hockey or what I think the view of game of hockey should be and it's not some politically driven thing or some new age hockey culture thing or any of that horse shit you know well we used to do it that way but we just can't anymore well i'm really not sure why we can't anymore but okay because why someone on social media you know penelope the penguins fan will get mad so oh we better not play like that anymore or think like that anymore you know so no i don't care about any of that so okay now that I clarified that, let's move on. Oh, every once in a while you might hear some banging and some hammering. Apparently my neighbor downstairs is like doing, I don't i don't know what they're doing, hanging a dozen pictures. We get periodic hammer. I'm getting periodic hammering now and again. Um, although now she's probably listening to me say that and probably giving the finger to the roof. But, uh, oh, I'm going to be so glad when we move. Oh, 
couple more, couple more months, couple more months. Got an interview at the bank today, so hopefully. Oh, by the way, so yeah, you guys, you need to download this episode. Don't stream it. Seriously, I got paid by the download, and when you stream it, it doesn't help me. So if you're streaming this right now, could you could you stop? Just download. Take the six seconds it takes to download, and then listen to the download, please. Because that seriously, that's how I get paid is by the download. And I need all the help I can get. I'm talking to the bank today. So I want I want to tell them that I'm a social media mogul, mogal. I'm a podcasting giant. I'm going to put that on my bank application today. Well, they might listen to this show and and then six, seven minutes in, they'll be like, this is not true. Anything you wrote here is not true. <laughs> No, but seriously, if you could download the show, I'd very much appreciate that. And then whatever platform you're on, could you rate and review the show? That helps me out in the, apparently, in the, in the searches, I guess. I don't know. Plus, I like reading some of the reviews every once in a while. It's kind of funny. Although, actually, all my reviews have been good. Although, when I had my own site, the fourthlinevoice.com site, um, and I had my, obviously, Spotify and everything, uh, oh, damn, I used to have the, the review was really funny. Uh, basically I got zero out of five or one out of five. The guy shit all over me. Yeah. Which it was kind of funny, but I can't remember what it was like something like, does it sound like, or was that Alex's review? That sounded like Darth Vader. I can't remember. Uh, Anyway, it was, that might've been Alex's review, but I got something similar to it. Um, yeah, anyway, or did you record this underwater or something like that? And who is this goof that thinks he's important? And, uh, you know, which, uh, I don't know if I thought I was important, but I'm quite aware of my my station and my podcast station in the grand scheme of things. I'm well aware of my placement on the, uh, on the, in the ecosystem of podcasting. I'm well aware. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I got, what else was I saying? Oh, on social media. If you're on social media, uh, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter as well as Facebook. Um, yeah, so send me a friend's request or a follow or whatever they do on those things. And uh, and yeah, and like I said, I'll post up pictures and old fight videos and and uh, you know, and I, I like I said with the whole Ranger thing, I don't care. I was just like stirring the pot on people, but yeah, the. Okay, I'll, well, I'm get jumping in. I'll get on, I have a piece of paper here, I got my timeline. I'll stick to my timeline, I'm bouncing all over the place. Um, but also, uh, YouTube, that's the big one. Fourth Line Voice on YouTube, I have over 2,500 fights on there. Uh, check it out from everything from junior to pro. Um, yeah, just go to the little search engine there, type it in, boom, 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 away you go. Um, my boy Chris there in Vancouver just sent me a stack of DVDs. Really looking forward to getting through these. I've, I've looked at a couple. And I'll tell you, Chris, you salty dog. Like I told him, I just said, I didn't know he had this stuff. Knowing Chris, what, 20 years now, 25 years. And, uh, he never brought up that he had this or, you know, um, yeah, the old, uh, cause he was out in BC and, you know, recording the local cable. Oh, so he got some quality junior B stuff. Oh yeah. We got goalies fighting in hallways and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to to throwing that up on the website. Uh, and he's just got like random stuff uh, recorded. So I mean, he had uh, I put what I 
Well, he wanted me to check the DVDs the other night, so I threw them in, and I was just kind of scanning through them just to make sure they played and everything. And, uh, of course, found a, a, a Matt Barnaby interview when he was playing for Victoriaville in the Quebec League on the TSN Junior Game of the Week, so I put that up on the channel, and and, and Barnaby had commented on it on Twitter. He thought it was pretty funny, and, and uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to digging deep into these and, and throwing them up. So definitely check out the channel, hit the little bell notification. That way, as soon as I upload something, boom, you'll get it. And, uh, and like I said, check out, it's 2,500 videos. Just seriously go down the rabbit hole. You'll be busy for hours checking out stuff. And, yeah, put up a Poshek Chaconi fight from the American Hockey League. And, and like I said, there's, if you're just like an NHL person, whatever, that's cool. Uh, lots of NHL fights are on there too. So, yeah, check it out. But, uh, all right. <clears throat> Let's get into this. Oh, no, before I do, no, this is important too. Actually, I should have probably led with this. Um, everybody remembers the Drop Your Gloves website. Everybody pines for it, that it's gone. And, and, um, it was a great website. Well, my friend Steve over at WhenProvertWasKing.com is trying to bring that site back bigger and better than ever. Um, he wants to, uh, he talked to a few computer guys. It's a massive project to do. Costs a lot of money to get a program. Like, we're not just talking the old, uh, with geosites where, you know, and we'll, we'll throw up a few things and, oh yeah, it'll be back. No, I mean, you gotta get a designer and especially with video and everything else that you wanna do. Shit costs money now. It's hard, hardcore. It's, it's expensive. And he looked into it. It was like 10 grand. I mean, he's looking around to try to get obviously a better deal, but, uh, he started a GoFundMe and we're about halfway there. Um, thank you to everybody that donated. Um, like I told the, uh, like somebody mentioned on the enforcer appreciation page. I said, like I always say every day for the last, since it's been gone for what a year or two, people bitch and moan that it's gone. But yet when it's time to donate, to build a bigger site, to bring it back, everyone's got alligator arms. There's over 12,000 members of the Enforcer Appreciation Group. If everyone had given a dollar, we'd have the site back up by now. You know? So, come on, boys. What are we doing here? Like I said, every week I brought this up, every episode. And I'm going to bring it up every episode until the site's built. You know? And like I said, I I know a lot of the people that moaned and bitched and cried that Drop Your Gloves is gone. When I look at the donation list, I don't see your name on there. Where are you? You know, here's your chance to help out and nothing. And like I said, it doesn't have to be hundreds or thousands of dollars. 20 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. It all helps. If ever, like I said, if everybody gave a couple bucks, we'd have it up by now. And I, I get it's tough times and, you know, and people, some people can't afford it. Yeah, I completely understand. But for those that can, what are we doing? Like, come on. Again, it doesn't have to be a fortune. But every little bit helps. So let's go, guys. So and like, if you're on social media, it, it's been it's been tweeted everything by myself and Joe and Steve and every Alec and everyone's been throwing up the link to the GoFundMe. So it's not hard to find. I know you've seen it because everybody listening, anybody listening to this show is obviously involved in the air quotes fight community online. So you've seen it. So don't ignore it. It's got it's got Cordic punching. Uh, Donnelly in the pitcher, or is it Karkner? Whatever, it's got Kordak punching somebody black and white the pitcher, the GoFundMe to the link. Click on it and give. Be very much appreciated. And if you're not on social media and you're listening to this right now and you're like, well, how do I get involved? I want to donate. Send me an email at hockeyfights at hotmail.com. 
That's right. I still have a Hotmail account because it's hockey fights and it's easy and it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a cool uh, website address or uh, email address. I think I've had it since like 1999. But um, yeah, hockey fights, all one word at hotmail.com. Send me a hey Darren, what's the link? And I'll send you the link, and we can get this site bloody well built. Because I can tell you on a very on a selfish note, when you're trying to do an interview with a guy and you don't have his fight card, it sucks. Yeah, it was a whole hell of a lot easier when I started this podcasting gig doing interviews with uh, Drop Your Gloves being up. But, alas, here we are. All right. Let's get into this. Okay. Well, I think we'll probably, uh, we'll timeline this um, in the events that happened. As we go along, because I got comments on a bunch of things, as you folks would expect. Plus that, and I mean, I'm already 22 minutes in. I really don't know how long I'm going to talk to Mike. Although here I am talking. I've done two and a half hour, three hour episodes before, so I don't know why I'm all of a sudden getting conscious about time. But, um, I mean, on my rant episodes, I like to keep it under an hour, give or take. Hour and a bit. So... that's this Today's episode's obviously going to be a little over, but hey, that's fine, whatever. Nobody said you had to listen to it all at once. You can come back in pieces. But okay. So we go to the game. There's the big scrum, obviously, in front of the net. And Vuknevich uh, goes down. And Wilson's on top of him. And he's kind of, he's got his, he's holding his head down with the stick or whatever. And a big scrum in front of the net, whatever. And if you actually look from the overhead, it's interesting. Because a lot of, not a lot of people talk about this. But Vuknevich kind of kicks out at the goalie a little bit. And you can see Wilson as he's... Ha- Go watch the video. If you, as, as And again, as I said, it's not that I'm sticking up for Will in this or blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I'm just telling you these are the facts. This is what happened. And this is my interpretation of it. Clearly others have different. Uh, you can sort of see him kick out at the goalie. Probably not on purpose, but he's doing it. Because you can see Wilson's sort of head. He's looking at the net, at the play. And then he punches him with his glove on. And it's, and again, everybody, oh, it's a haymaker. Uh, yeah, I, the Ranger, to the Ranger fans, it was a haymaker. Or to the media guy, it's a haymaker. Yeah. It's about a two inch glove punch to the side of the helmet. So let's go easy on that horse shit. You know, it's nothing that doesn't happen in scrums constantly. But anyway, so it's a two inch punch. Oh, and then everybody's piling in and pushing and shoving and whatever, and everybody gets up, wailing them, flailing, and here we go. Scrum, scrum, scrum. Panarin jumps on Tom Wilson's back. So Tom Wilson writes himself, gets straight, and throws him down. All of this is with a, a huge brawl, air quotes, brawl. Everyone's still got their gloves on, but it's a brawl. In 2021, it's a brawl. And he throws Panarin down. Again, in my opinion, bunch of nothing. It's a scrum. Happens weekly, daily almost in hockey. There's scrums all the time with guys falling and wrestling and everything else. But of course, they don't include Tom Wilson. So all of a sudden, you know, bells and sirens aren't going off and social media melts down. Yeah. When Crosby does it, no one says anything, you know, or whoever does it. You know, it's constantly happening. Don't act like it's not because it is. You talk to any every hockey player I talk to, and with the, and fortunately, with this podcast, I, I I have communication with plenty 
of ex-hockey players. Uh, in fact, I'm related to an ex-college, junior and college hockey player. And I, so I like to get their opinions on things because I'm like, well, as just a fan on the outside, I have my opinion, but I'll go to a professional or, uh, uh, you know, someone in the know that played at an elite level, you know, not just house league, but I will go talk to someone that played at a higher elite level of hockey and get their opinion on things. I do this quite a bit. Every one of them, bunch of nothing. Every one of them said that nothing. That's it. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I am on the right track. Well, then you get to social media. Oh, here we go. The biggest one is, he should have, and they go on and on about Tom Wilson doing this and that. Well, what could have, could have killed him. Might have killed him. Could have hit his head off the ice. Might have hit his head off the, on and on. So, a lot of could have, should have, would have going on. Oh, yeah. Well, we're suspending on what could have happened now? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. So, instead of actually dealing with what happened and looking at the actual incident, we're going to play mind games and, and what could have. We, we're going to we're gonna base our on could have. You know, when a guy's got his head down and you hit him clean in the chest when he's not looking, his head could also hit the ice. Is that attempted murder too? Like, where where does it end? You know? If you if you sucker punch a guy or punch him in a scrum with your glove off or you get into a fight with him and he goes down, is that attempted murder? The reason I keep bringing up the attempted murder thing is that was said numerous times on social media and by media members. He could have killed him. Like, oh, the dramatics of this were just hysterical to me. Like, you literally, did you literally lie in bed all night just staring at the roof? Thinking about what could have happened. If you're gonna do like, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna have a lot of anxiety in life. But did that happen? No. So okay. So why are we still talking about it then? But okay. Oh, and then Tom. Oh, but then he went to the box and he's flexing and acting goofy and what a bully. Yeah, and so. That's a suspendable thing now. Action, mocking actions. Is that, that's, you know, okay. And who's the ranger and now the, the goalie there? Valley, what villain, whoever it is. You're a nerd. You're a fucking nerd. And all this happens on a day that we're supposed to be celebrating hockey for everybody and we get bullying. Oh, yeah. You're a fucking loser. Like, hockey's for everybody. So when did, like, somehow gay rights and minorities playing hockey and being welcomed into hockey, but somehow the actions on the ice negate that? Like, what? What? Oh, if you get into a fight or you bully someone, that this isn't the playground. This isn't grade... Like, this isn't the grade five winter carnival. Pee-wee. Oh, he's being a bully. He's playing. He's he's playing a hockey game. What are, what are we doing? He's being a bully. And then in the next breath, he's like, "I talked to Colton Orr, and we should get him down there." Well, isn't? Do you not see the 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 hypocrisy of what you're saying, dummy? Because wouldn't that be bullying after hockey? After all, hockey's for everybody. You fucking idiot. What are you talking about? 
Yeah. No, if you go rough somebody up, it's because you don't want the gays in the game. Is that, is that what it's about? You fucking idiot. Like, what is that? What are you doing? What does that mean? Like, shut up. The hockey is for everybody thing. It has nothing to do with what the actual gameplay is. Or what's going on on the ice, you dunce. Anyway. Okay, so they're all freaking crying. And, of course, all the Ranger fans... You know, because I laugh because if this is hap- this had happened in the Carolina, the Arizona game, nobody would be saying anything. But all of a sudden it's involving Tom Wilson. So, oh my God, it's the worst thing that's ever happened in the game of hockey. And everybody's crying. But hockey people are looking at it, or those without an agenda, we'll put it that way, without an agenda. The hockey people are looking at it. Like I said, all the guys I talk to, eh, whatever, bunch of nothing. And George Peros is the player safety. And you can cry and whine all you want about George Peros. I said, oh, he's a goon. That's why you don't put a goon in the blah, blah, blah. Well, there, Shanahan did it, and he was a Hall of Famer, and you cried about him too. So, I mean, whatever. Does it really matter who's in charge? You're going to whine. Yeah, I mean, they won't be happy until they probably put an analytics guy in charge. Maybe maybe the guy who wins the uh, the Xbox NHL 21 tournament, maybe he can be, you can have a contest, and he can become the new player safety commissioner. Because, you know... That's all you fucking geeks are that watch this shit and complain about it anyway. So, maybe get the commissioner of the online league. He can become the, the director of player safety because he knows. Because George clearly doesn't get it. You know. Yeah, he's only an Ivy League graduate, small business owner, and played 500 NHL games. Uh, what the fuck does he know, though? Because yeah, he was a goon. Oh, obviously. And never find or suspended when he played either. Nutty. But, you know, we won't look at that part. But, oh, but he gave it, he's, he's always screwing us. I love that Would We are always getting screwed. Oh, I didn't realize you were on team payroll. Who's we? You know, just because you put a fucking, some team's uh, logo in your profile picture, that doesn't make it we, nerd. Anyway, so, okay, so George is clueless. All right, whatever. No, George is a hockey guy. And he looked at it and was like, eh, whatever, bunch of nothing. And it's also, folks, let's be completely honest, I, I believe even hypocritical Paul Stewart even brought it up. Hey, Stewie, who else are you going to throw under the bus this week? Um, you know, but uh, yeah, that's why the other, that's probably why the other refs didn't like you either, but whatever. But, uh, oh, when the, when the ship is sinking, the rats scurry. But um, anyway, so <clears throat> Peros, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. Okay. But, oh, then, well, he should have just spent, because, of course, they play the next night. I'm not telling anything. I'm not saying anything that people listening don't already know. But, um, so they play the, well, they should have just suspended him for the one game. Well, okay, well, what is suspend, what are we suspending him for, though? Like, I saw Darren McCarty and John Scott and George LaRock and all these guys talking. Well, they should have suspended him for this game or whatever. For what? Well, again, I don't understand what we're suspending him for. Like, none of you guys... I respect what those guys did on the ice as enforcers and everything else. But I, th- I think a few of them at the, at the grassroots of the enforcer didn't grasp the entire enforcer role. They did it, but, but the way they talked, they didn't understand why. But, okay. Anyway, you, so you keep saying, well, he should be suspended. Well, what's your reasoning? Well, he's been suspended before, a lot of times. Uh, okay, and? So because he's been suspended before, he should have been suspended this time. Like, you didn't actually come out and say the play or the scrum or any, or the punch or anything like that was dirty. Your logic, your whole reasoning is he should have been suspended because he's been suspended before. 
That was it. That was the only reasoning I ever I heard from any of them. Okay. So if, so if a person has a criminal record and something happens, well, they should just get charged with it because well they they they've committed crimes before. So you you make no you, again, none of them made any reasonable argument. But oh, he should be suspended for the next game and then all this wouldn't have happened, blah blah. Well, it doesn't matter if Wilson hadn't played. There still would have been fights the next game. That didn't matter. He just wouldn't have obviously been involved in them. What what does waiting like so okay so then they can have so then when he plays against them next year all this shit happens so why put it off but again you suspend him one game for what I don't for why he didn't do anything now as Ranger fans are all screaming at their dashboard right now at me I threw Fernandez the star player but in my opinion that whole scrum thing and whatever was a bunch of fucking nothing that happens. All the time, but this time it involved Tom Wilson. Well, that doesn't make it any different. Again, objectivity, try to get some. And then I laugh with Scott and all these guys and McCarty and all that. Wouldn't have happened back in my day. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You guys all have, like, selective memories. Well, that didn't happen. You didn't do that sort of thing. Oh, sure, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to go on my YouTube channel? I can I can throw up a, a dozen type uh type of videos for you as an example but oh go because we had respect in the code oh sure like i put a picture of wendell clark on top of uh was it bob brook he's holding him he's he's got a he's he's got his knees on the guy's arms on the ground a handful of hair bringing down a right hand on the guy during a line brawl next picture i got him doing the same thing to craig mctavish i don't have a problem with it but don't sit there and tell me about the fucking code and respect. Like, oh, well, yeah, no, we all had respect back in the day. Oh, is tightening your left sleeve so tight under your arm it doesn't move and then greasing it up and breaking the guy's orbital bone? That's that's respect. Or carving grooves in your helmet so the guys cut their hands? That's a respect thing. You Code, the code. Yeah, or knee lifting. Or Probert never would have done that. No, I just headbutt you. How many headbutts did he throw? Punch a goalie. Run a goalie. Oh, it's the code, though. Respect. Again, I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. But don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You guys are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Like what Tom Wilson did, if you're that upset about a scrum, that was fucking Sunday school to to 70s, 80s, and 90s hockey, so I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Are you serious? Like McCarty's sitting there chastising Wilson. Well, what did you do in the brawl against Colorado? How many punches did you throw to the guy when he was down on the ice and slamming him down? I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but I'm just saying, what are we talking about here? For And then second, when Wilson, watch, go back and watch the video. When he throws Panarin down, he doesn't do anything to him. Like, okay, he flung, well, first of all, Panarin jumped on his back. He didn't just pick him out of the pile and throw him down because he wanted to make a statement. No, he's pissed off in a scrum and someone jumps on his back. So he turns around, grabs the guy. And throw, well, it's Panarin. He shouldn't have to do... Well, don't engage then. Should he have turned around and say, Oh, look, it's just a wee fellow. I'll leave you alone, Junior. No, he's pissed off. A guy jumps on his back and he threw him down. Did he immediately throw his gloves off and start punching him? Did he grab his hair and start... No, he didn't do anything to him. Flung him around a little bit. 
Unfortunately, he got a lower leg injury, not a concussion, as a concussion hero there, CT, CTE uh, advocate, pioneer guy there on Twitter. He could have got a concussion. Oh, he could have got a lot of things. He didn't, though. He's out with a lower leg injury. So, you know, keep reaching, though. Try harder. Don't worry. I'm sure Wilson will do something down the line where you can cry some more about him. But he flings him down, nothing, and he doesn't punch him. Again, Wilson's gloves are on, though. He pulled his hair and slew-footed him, bro. Well, he didn't slew-foot him. He just threw him down. And he's wearing hockey gloves. He just grabbed him and threw him. Part of the hair, like, I'm sure he was really trying to grab his hair. Whatever. He grabbed him and threw him down. But that's your suspension because he grabbed hair. Okay. Whatever. But yet in your bio, you go on and on about old-time hockey. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but you're a Ranger fan. Oh, okay. So it's old-time hockey until it's done to a New York Ranger. Then all of a sudden, we're going to get woke. We're woke for this game. Yeah. But all the other times, I'm going to go around social media and yell old-time hockey. And, and call everybody, and call all the New Age players pussies. Until it happens to the New York Rangers. Then we got to do something about this nonsense. Oh, okay. That's how it works. I get it. So, alright, so he throws Panarin down, nothing happens, blah, blah, blah. Well, then he goes to the box and makes more, hey, he's mean, okay. And then everyone's outraged when he doesn't get suspended. Why would he get suspended for? It's a bunch of nothing. Again, so the reasoning should be he's suspended because it's, your log, your two reasons are one, it's Tom Wilson, and two, they play tomorrow. Those are the two reasons you can come up with that why he should be suspended. Alright, well, those aren't very good reasons. So, let's, you know, whatever. And then he only got fined $5,000. So I saw this from reporters. I saw this from ex-players. Did you not read your, uh, I guess you didn't read your, your Players Association Union Handbook, your collective bargaining agreement. They probably gave you a, a, a book being a union member. Maybe crack that open to the part, to the, to the, uh, to the chapter of suspensions and fines and how they work. Or you can do what I did. And look it up on the internet. It's in your hand. You got the world's greatest encyclopedia right in your hand. Type it in. Because you can't believe all he got was $5,000. That's what's agreed upon in the collective bargaining agreements, you dumb fucks. In the statement from the player's safety, he was fined the maximum $5,000 according to the CBA. CBA standing for collective bargaining agreement. You morons. I always laugh at the reporters that don't understand this. Well, yet, you call yourself journalists and writers. But you don't fucking know the simple CBA and the rule. You can sure spout off analytics, though. But you're not quite sure how the CBA works. Even though it's actually written in the exact statement. But I guess through tears of rage, you missed the maximum allowed. You fucking idiots. But cry some more. Well, that's only five grand. That's like if you worked at McDonald's, that's like 18 cents. Morons. So then, what do the New York Rangers do? <laughs> they go on social media with a statement that they're just disgusted with the NHL and its lack of protection of the players and George Peros is incompetent and we, we want to start a petition to get him out. And what was it? Horrifying acts of violence. And of course, all the Ranger fans... Oh, yes, I applaud the team for doing this. Oh, what is it? A bunch of fucking Karens. Oh, can I speak to the manager, please? 
Do you know how embarrassing that is? Like, if I was a member, if I played for the Rangers, I'd be just ducking in my locker in, in embarrassment. Oh, and I noticed the two hockey guys, the, the Davison and the, the GM and the president there, they got fired. Yeah, because I heard that new owner is a bit of a fucking idiot. So, oh, I guarantee he saw that and started whining and whatever. So that's the, and all these Ranger fans just thought it was just so great that they did this. And then when the league fined him $250,000, everybody doesn't know why. Oh, I don't know why. If you can't criticize George Peros and blah, 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 you know, what are you talking about? You don't, you don't know why they were fined because they should be allowed to say that. Well, they are allowed to say it. They said it. You're allowed freedom of speech. So everybody forgets in this world. Oh, my freedoms of speech. You have freedoms of speech. That doesn't mean freedom of consequences, though. So you can say whatever you want, but you're going to suffer the consequences. And much like you should stick up for your your teammates on the ice, the league has to stick up for George Peros too. They can't they can't allow teams to come out and publicly criticize them or the league because it it makes it it just makes it look like it's not in control and weak. So that's why they have to do that sort of thing. But you know what the the Rangers should have done? Oh, if they don't like every team in the league has had decisions go against them. Have you ever seen another team do this? No. I'm sure they bitched and cried behind closed doors, which is exactly what the Rangers should have done. They should the Dolan, I think that's the owner's name. He should have phoned up Peros or Batman or whatever and bitched and had his say and whatever. You don't go to social media and do it. You just look pathetic at that point. It's embarrassing. And all these Ranger fans and all these other fa- all these woke fans that you know, George needs to know. Oh yeah, because your opinion fucking matters so much. No, you don't do that out in the... You, you handle that like a professional organization behind closed doors. That's how you handle it. Be adults about the situation. Don't go fucking whine and cry like this is a fucking Yelp review. My soup was only tepid. You know, shut up. I work, I, I work in government. I, work pub, I am a public servant. So, and I'm a member of a union. I can't come out and, and publicly name on Facebook and social media and publicly name our director and, and a bunch of the people, management staff and everything that make, if something doesn't go my way, if I apply for it, if I bid on a posted job and don't get it and I feel like I was screwed. I can't start listing the HR person's name and the head person's name and start bitching them out and say they're unfit for duty and we need to get them fired and all this and blah, blah, blah. I'd be fired. Forget the fine, I'd be fired. But you know how we can handle that? You file a grievance and it goes up that chain. That's how you deal with your problems, which is exactly how the Rangers should have dealt with those problems. You don't go to social media and do it. You look pathetic. And I've, and I argued that with a bunch of people and I, with Ked over at the morning skate. Hey, and I respect the morning skate guys. I, Ked and Al, those good dudes. I disagreed with Ked about this though. But Ked's a ranger guy. Now, we was, we were adult about it and we didn't yell and scream at each other and it was all good. We weren't name calling or anything. But I, in my personal opinion, Ked being a ranger fan, to me, is, his judgment's a little cloudy on this one. Cause you're letting your bias get in the way here. But his, it's his opinion, that's fine, whatever. It's not like, oh, I'm never talking to him again. No, that was their opinion. I get it, whatever. But in my opinion, you're wrong. 
And, and they went, that's not how you handle things. Cause the also, the other reason, the other problem with that is horrifying acts of violence and everything else. And you chastise the league for not dealing with it. You're going to end up with egg on your face. It's a very hypocritical stance you're taking. And I didn't, and what happened 24 hours later? Okay, here we go with a big rematch. The most, obviously the most anticipated game of the year now. Everyone's talking about it. Social media world's a buzz. I could, without knowing, but I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was probably the most, uh, most watched game of the year. I wonder why that is. They weren't tuning in for OV this week. Oh, so we get, oh, and I said there was going to be a bunch of nothing happened. Boy, uh, was I wrong on that one. Happily wrong. That, uh, what was there, six fights and, you know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's, it, and you know what? It's over now. That's it. So all these media people and cry and, oh, it's a black eyed hockey. It's gonna, this is one of the hockey trends. And no, it's not gonna trend. That's how you deal with shit. Let the players police themselves and it's over. It's done now. You know who are the only people that are keeping it going? People like me and the media people that keep talking about it. It's done. Now, if you had left Wilson out of that game, the next time they played next year, it all again, cause we gotta get him. Well, I, uh, well, now I take it back. It might not be done because of this cross check. Okay. So during the game, old, uh, Bucharev there, plenty of opportunities to fight. Notice, you know, no, no, no. Well, what does he do? He decides to cross check Mantha in the face. Still haven't seen the rain. And, and he got suspended for it. Okay. Did the, I, I didn't see the Rangers statement. Thanking George Peros for taking violence seriously. For the uh, horrifying act of violence. But then what happens? Oh, you see all the Ranger fans trying to uh, justify it. Well, Wilson did. No, 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 no. You have to look at this objectively. These are grown adults. Handle each incident separately for what it is. Not because he did it. No, 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 that's not a defense because he did it. No. Because what that was way worse than what Wilson did, and like I said, for all these bozos who were tweeting at me that that could, Wilson could have killed him and everything else, didn't hear from me after the cross check though. That could have shattered Momantha's face. That could have ended his career. Hit him in the right spot. Eye vision problems, concussion issues. That could have ended his career too. Or what if the cross check had knocked him out and he had fallen straight back and hit his head? You want to start playing the stupid attempted murder game? You want to play the stupid coulda games? Which was my tweet. Not all you crybabies didn't hear from you though. Don't have much to say now, do you? But oh, one justifies the, no it doesn't. That was, and, and like I said to the ranger guy who keeps calling Wilson a bitch. Oh, Wilson's the bitch. Oh yeah. I didn't cross check anybody in the face after the guy called him on. And was face to face with him. Oh, he was coming at him, bro. Okay, yeah, no, he's asking him to go. He still has gloves and everything on his hands by his sides. And he gets cross-checked in the face. Like, you want to talk about bush and pussy moves? Like, this is where it becomes, you're just a, you're just a fanboy idiot. With no objectivity. You're just blinded by the blue and red of the Rangers. That you can't see that. You can't see what horse shit that was. And then, and then you try to justify it. Yeah, well, Wilson did. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but isn't a, isn't a defense. Yeah, but. Although in everyday, apparently nowadays it is. Yeah, but. I can act like an idiot because yeah, but. I mean, I know this is the generation's thing. 
That's Generation Z's thing now is yeah, buts. Now, actually, I shouldn't blame it on a generation. That's basically the world's uh, reasoning for everything now. I can act like a goof because he did. No one's actually got any account of personal accountability anymore. It's just I can act any way I want because he did. So that's the problem with making that statement. Like I said, haven't heard one from him since. Oh, uh, did you make a statement apologizing for your player's actions and his horrifying act of violence? No. So this is why it makes your statement look even dumber. So the other thing, well, and then the other one always is, well, the player safety doesn't look good. They're, the NHL always says it's out to protect its stars and protect this and do a job of cleaning the game up and all this. Who's saying this though? I, I don't remember any league, any league statement saying this. I know the media has said that and the hockey news has said that, but they're not the spokesman for the NHL. So I kept saying that the NHL needs to do a better job of protecting its stars. Player safety needs to do a, a... Well, no, it's not player star safety. It's player safety. So, basically, your argument is... Oh, then that's the other argument is... Well, he threw Panarin down. He could have hit... That was, just, that was the Rangers' best player he did that to. Oh, okay. So, if he had done that to... Uh, who's a, uh, To Kevin Rooney, it's okay? Like, is your, your issue is he should be suspended because that was Panarin. If it had been anybody else, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. But it's Panarin, so he shouldn't have done that. Oh, okay. So now we're picking and choosing. Well, no, like I said, it's player safety, not star safety. You know when the stars had safety? <laughs> when there was enforcers and the policemen, and there was, uh, and the players policed themselves. The stars seemed to have a lot more protection back then. It wasn't perfect, but uh, this system certainly isn't working. Why is that? Well, because all these bozos and everybody in the media and the Sid Ciceros and the Tim and Sid and all you and Dave Hodge and the rest of you. Ken Campbell's and Myrtle's and Cox's and the rest and the athletic writers. Oh, I noticed the athletic writer for the Rangers there. Oh, crying about Tom Wilson. And the next day during the cross check. Oh yeah, but it was just, now he's trying to justify the cross check. See, again, you're not a journalist. You're not a writer. You have no, there's no, you have no journalistic integrity. You just have an agenda to write about. No objectivity. So you, you, you just have no judgment. So you just write clown pieces. Little fan, you're, you're no better than the, the 15 year old fan blogger. You just happen to write for the athletic and get paid a couple bucks. But what, what is different? What is the athletic or the hockey news writer? What's, what's different from the fanboy blogger? There is no difference anymore. Because these guys have, they, they, they can't be neutral. They just put their blinders on and they have to push their agenda and cry about everything. So they can't see that even though it was Tom Wilson, it was a bunch of nothing. Because like I, I said, if it had been anyone else that does that, nobody would have said anything. But this is where it gets lost. So you're again, you're so if it hadn't been Panarin and it was been somebody else, it wouldn't have been a big deal then? Oh yeah. So, like you see where we are with this? Now, my next thing that I'm going to talk about that and this is briefly and this is where Mike comes into it um I had also said that following day that uh Flyers defenseman that Shane uh was it Gosta Spear um boarded a Penguins guy Friedman I believe Friedman had a, ended up with an empty net breakaway Gosta Spear and the other guy other Flyer guy are chasing him it's a five two goal game and he scores into the empty net. And as soon as he does that, 
Gospier cross checks him uh, right above, right in the right above in his lower back, and he goes flying into the boards. Total bush play, total bush. And oh, and I could imagine if Wilson had done it. Holy shit, your phone would have melted in your hand if he had done that. But they gave him two games. But I said, well, all these people that were crying and screaming about Wilson getting 40 games for blah, 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 because it could have killed him and all that. Where were you about this? That guy at top speed could have went headfirst into those boards. Unsuspecting, he just scored an empty net goal. Up three. And I don't know who this Penguins player is, but I don't think he's any sort of tough guy or rat or, you know, whatever. I don't know. And this and, so, and Gossespear did this. Now, the defense could be, oh, he didn't mean to or whatever. Well, yeah, he meant to when you watch the video. He turns his stick around in a cross-checking motion and hits him right in his lower back after he scores the goal. So I don't know what he mean. He doesn't mean to. He's pissed off that they're down. And they're losing and they lost the game. And he did it. So don't try to, he didn't mean to. He had a, like, oh, he's not usually a dirty player. Yeah, I mean, he might not be. He was this time, though. I'm not saying a lifetime ban. Let's give him two to three years in the pen. I'm just saying. All you people that are so outraged over Tom Wilson and this horseshit scrum, and you think he owes you 40 games or life, or what's John Scott crying about? Give him 40 games and all this. Oh, and that's the other. Like, John Scott, I mean, whatever. You fought. I appreciate you as an enforcer or whatever. You were so full of shit. It's unbelievable. You just flip-flop. I heard you the other day. I don't like stage fights, but they served a purpose. Well, okay, in a round, like, let's go around in circular logic here. Like, if they served a purpose, they're not staged then. Does, isn't a staged fight meaning it has no purpose? Well, you just said it serves a purpose. So what is it? As, as he's bitching and going on and on about Tom Wilson while he's wearing a violent gentleman's. And knocking George Peros while wearing a violent gentleman hoodie. Oh, the irony of it all. And then to imply somehow that he didn't suspend Wilson because him and because George might have a thing for the Capitals. What are you doing? Like you're a goof. Like you're an arrogant goof. Like I said, I said one time before. I think you like the smell of your own farts. Like whatever. And of course, all George the Rock's got to chime in because you know we haven't heard from George for a while, so I got to get the publicity. God knows George needs the ink. Got to be got to get some attention. I haven't had a spotlight put on me in a while. I guess, oh, and he wants, oh, dress me for all play. Oh, yep. So what, George? You can go ask him. Good luck, bro. Do you want to fight when he turns you down and you don't do anything? Gee, you ever done that before? Like, I'm not knocking. George one of the toughest guys ever. No doubt about it. But I mean, seriously. George, just stop. Like, whatever. You don't need to be in the spotlight every every couple months. So I said this, this cross-check from Goss's beer was bullshit and whatever. Then Mike chimed in, and that's when we kind of got going back and forth. But I, I, I was going to say, like, and like I said, of course, all the yahoos on social media that were crying, crying at me for the last two days had nothing to say about that one, because of course it wasn't Tom Wilson and whatever, and it didn't involve their team, so they don't care. But I mean, you want to talk about which play was gutless and which one wasn't? If we had to choose, seriously. But it actually really hit home for me when um, former player Brad Horning replied. And Brad was unfortunately paralyzed in a play like that, into a hit with into the boards. And we follow each other on Twitter. And like he said, like here's my tweet that I put: 
We're all the people with their 40 games because it could have killed him, reasoning, question mark. Your silence must mean you condone attempted murder. Because I got that one the other day when I was trying to condone the Wilson thing. Yeah, yeah. So you condone, so that's what some guy said to me. Rolled Ron there. Ron, you were, we followed each other and I agreed with you for a while, but then when this happened, you, you went completely stupid and your true colors came out. And then when you, when I, when I didn't see anything wrong with the Wilson thing, when you start saying, well, that's because I condone, condone attempted murder, you're a moron and it's time for you to go. So block you. But yeah, so I got that one yesterday. So I meant that, you know, facetiously. So your silence must mean you condone attempted murder. Oh, right. That's not right. It's not Tom Wilson is what I put. So which Brad Horning replied, I'll be honest with you. I watched that Friedman play live and it was scary. It's fortunately that he kept his balance. You know, and Bryce Davidson. Oh, yeah, here. I, then I then I go and friggin' uh, uh, exit out of it. Hold on, hold on. Riveting podcasting right now. Um, yeah, so the Bryce Davidson, the former player, replies, had multiple fans come at me yesterday when I stated this is way dirtier than anything Monday, than what happened on Monday night, but what do I know? It was, in my opinion, and apparently in a few uh, ex-players' opinions as well. So, anyway... That was my take on the whole Tom Wilson thing, but we're not done yet, folks. Uh, I'm going to hit stop for now, and uh, I'm going to get uh, Mike on the phone, and uh, this will be interesting. Like I said, I'm, uh, I, I've never done anything, that whole count point counterpoint thing. I don't know what's going to happen with this phone call. I said maybe he just starts yelling at me, and I hang up on him, but or we hang up on each other. Who knows? I don't think so, but uh, it'll be interesting. So here, here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm stopping this, and. Uh, Next time you hear me, it'll be when I'm recording with Mike. So, hold on. All right, guys. Uh, program update. Uh, it is now Saturday afternoon. And, uh, you know, I've been sitting here uh, all morning. Went to the recycle place and made some money this morning. Dropping off some empties. And now we're back here and cleaning up the condo and uh, doing some banking stuff. And, uh, yeah, bought the... Got mom a few plants and... Uh, and my counterpoint uh, guest is uh, not answering his text messages. So um, I don't know. I guess uh, I can't wait any longer. I want. I have to uh, wrap this up and get it into the network, guys. So I guess I will have no uh, no opposing view uh, on this episode. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, what can you do? Such as such as life. Um, well, there, there's my thoughts on the, on the whole Tom Wilson thing and, uh, and everything else. And the, uh, you know, just, just another day of idiocy on social media or it's been all week. Oh, the articles are just, oh, a black eye to the game and the game needs to clean up. And it's one game. This happened one time this year. Has any other game been like this at all? No. It needs to clean up. What do you clean up? What are we going to take out contact next? Like, is that, is that what we're, what's next? You need to clean it up. Oh yeah. Cause it needs to become more peewee. It's just the dramatics of it all. Oh, and this is why the game will never get taken seriously. I always laugh. I, I always say these same people that whine and cry that the game is, Oh, it's so dirty and oh, it's a black eye and blah, blah, blah. They need to clean it up and all this stuff. Hey, these are all the rules that you championed for. 
you same bozos that went on and on about they need to change this, they need to change that, and blah, 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 and oh, whine and cry. Well, they've gotten rid of the fighters in junior, so none of them are coming to the NHL, so you got rid of that, you know. Uh, you, you you got your no red line, you're flying, there's barely any hitting, there really isn't any fighting. Now before, ever, oh, fighting's up. Fighting had nowhere to go but up. You know, and the only reason it's up is because they're playing each other eight times this year. Wait until it goes back to the regular schedule next year. You know, we'll have we'll have another year of uh, teams with two fights. You know, so like calm down with fighting's up. Oh, okay, fighting's up. Great. Yeah. Aside from what the half a dozen guys that actually know how to fight, you know, the rest is a bunch of game of slap and tickle. Like, okay, like. Like, even in that game where there was the six fights with the Rangers in Washington, uh, how many punches were, were landed? About seven in total? Like, you know, I've seen better fights in street hockey games amongst the eight-year-olds out in the courtyard here. You know, like, uh, whatever. But I guess, oh, they did it, so I guess, you know. But, you know, bunch of nothing. Bunch of fucking nothing. You know, whatever. But I mean, if this is the the hope you have to cling to, that it's you know, okay, whatever. A nice little uptick in fights. Oh, okay, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So and everybody and to all the guys screaming about the enforcer coming back and the bring the it's not. It's over. Pay it any attention to junior hockey. It's over. Like, well, there's guys that'll come. They'll fight. Oh well, there's a difference between fighting and being a fighter. I mean, I, oh, look, you can hear the sirens, they're coming. So there's a difference. Like, if they never fought in junior, why are they going to fight in pro? Oh, they might fight now and again. But what, okay, and what? Like, what's the saying that I'm, I'm always fond of saying is, you, can, you can't paint stripes on a house cat and call it a tiger. Like, you guys seem to think, like, oh, if they get here and they're told that they'll fight, well... They won't. Like I said, there's a difference between being fighting and being a fighter. There's a difference. So you right now in the league, you have a bunch of guys that... Well, not a bunch. You'll have some guys that will fight. And half a dozen fighters. And it's not going to get better. Like, I don't know what people... This myth or this fantasy that you cling to. That somehow there's just going to be the ex- explosion of the enforcer tree. You know, I, I'd like to know where that tree is. Because they're not fighting in junior, so there's fight limits in junior. So, like I said, oh, the heavyweight champ, he has five career fights. Oh, okay. So, you know, so I see all that, too. So, that ain't happening. You know, so it's, um, you know, that's where we're at. But, yeah, for all this crying that somehow all of a sudden, oh, the the Ranger Washington thing, that's going to be the norm now. Oh, yeah, okay. You know. God, the dramatics of it all. Oh, like I said, don't worry, it's over. Don't worry. We'll, you know, we'll we'll go back to rec level intensity in no time. So it, it's fine. Dry your tears, sweetheart. God, like I, I'm sure at the athletic they had to get they got a hold of HR and you know hopefully we can have some EFAP moments and you know we can all sit in a semicircle and you know and have and have a good cry. Over the violent guys in hockey. It can't go back to the way it was. It just can't. Oh, don't worry. It won't. Like, oh my God. 
You know, and Reeves and them are they're I mean, they're on the back nine of their career, so don't worry. The boogeyman, the boogity man will be gone. You know, your nightmare fuel will be gone in a few years. You know, and you can go to your your Olympic sized rinks and you know, and oh they just do it so well over in Europe. Oh yeah, it's just outstanding. Yeah. I noticed, like, when the World Juniors and stuff come to Canada and the games are here, I mean, they're giving away tickets at the friggin' Tim Hortons for the Finland-Sweden games, though. You know, you know, there, there's about 103 people, you know, and the five and the five guys that, uh, you know, took the wrong turn and are lost. Those are the ones who attend that game. But it's just so exciting. Oh, yeah. Because that brand of hockey... And these fucking idiots that just, like the guy for The Athletic, senior chief editor of The Athletic, tweeted, you can't tell me that this violence is, anyone's happy with this violence in New York right now. Don't tell me it doesn't, it, don't tell me people are enjoying this. It's like, oh, and same with Dave Hodge, like could you fucking clowns be more tone deaf? Like way to read the room. Like that's it, right there. Like you just want people to push your... You just want to push your agenda so hard that, I mean, you just can't see, you just can't see the the forest through the trees. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, here, I'm just looking at my, yeah, here, my timeline. Yeah, here, Kurt Levins, who's he, uh, what's his thing? Contributing writer to the Cult of Hockey and at the Edmonton Journal. Oh yeah, so he shows the fights off the face off. Congratulations, NHL. I assume this is the exact image you want to portray for your league. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I had to write back. Yeah, most anticipated and watched game of the year. Oh, yeah, just terrible. Yeah, oh, you're just, you're so fucking delusional. Oh, Dave Hodge, yeah. First, Tom Wilson looked bad. Then the NHL looked bad. Then the Rangers looked bad. And as a result, the NHL looked bad again. No need to waste any more words. Oh, yeah, Dave, you're so woke. Yeah, Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, was it Arpon Bassett, editor in chief of the Athletic Montreal? I refuse to accept that what just happened in New York helps promote the game. Oh yeah, because violence doesn't sell, right? Oh, you guys, like I said, you guys, your heads are so far up your own asses. Oh, yeah, you just you just go around social media like just just white knighting. It's unbelievable. It's hilarious. You know, but of course, all the bozos that read, like whoever could read the athletic, I have no idea. And, I, and the hockey news, that shit is just garbage now. Like, there is no opposing. Like, even back in the day, when Bob McKenzie was the editor, it was okay. But when that Steve Dryden took over, same thing. He was a whiny bitch. And ever since then, they've had just whiny bitches. But you always had sort of a counterpoint voice out of some of the writers back in the day. Because they used to have fight articles and fights and stuff. Hell, like I said, they used to sell fight tapes in the back of the classifieds. So it wasn't always just Cupcake cupcake Magazine. But as the years have gone on, of course, the writer, old Nat Larkin and the rest of the fucking nerd herd at the, the hockey news, Ken Campbell and the rest of the geeks. Yeah, I mean, they all share, you know, it's the, it's the same, the same views and it's, oh, everything's just, this is terrible. It's the end of the world and it's just disgusting. And, and it's funny, like throughout my, sh- obviously on my show as I've interviewed players, I've talked off air with guys that were in the, that, the NHL guys and I've talked to them on Twitter and stuff. You know, privately and stuff. Ken Campbell's just viewed as a fucking joke. 
like in the locker room, he's just a loser. Like no one has any respect for him. None of the players do. Like he's just a dork. You know, and a lot of these guys are just goofs. Like the athletic writers they think are dorks. Because they are. They're a bunch of geeks that never played and they just fucking whine. You know, and it, like I always said, it's fine. You don't have to like fighting. I understand why people don't like fighting. But just to be so friggin' tone deaf about it. Like, oh, no one likes this. What are you talking about? Like, you just, like, just watch even at the game, like when the fans are there. When a fight starts, is anybody booing or sitting down? Like, no, the place is going as loud as it does after a goal. But here's this bozo up in the up in the press box eating free catering. Oh yeah, no one enjoys this. I I just don't see why the league doesn't need this. Really? Yeah, because the people that paid a few hundred, basically a few hundred dollars to go to that game, cheer for the fight. So you know, but what do they know? Like the paying crowd likes it. Like any like, and you can try to manipulate all their little polls, and they can word them any way they want. But at the end of the day, have you ever seen? Whenever they say, should fighting be in hockey or do you like, whatever, positive, yes, always outweighs the no. Every time when they poll the players, when the PA polls the players and they, do you all want fight? No, 99% of them want fighting. So who, again, and this isn't just me, this is, it's, it's right there. It's in every poll that you see, every questionnaire, every time you, yes. They want fighting. What are the what are the what are the most violent sports? The UFC, MMA, boxing, football—like the most violent sports—they're the most popular. Why is that? Violence sells. You could sit there and say that's terrible. Well, okay, well then it's terrible, but that's society and that's the way it is. So the violence isn't what's holding hockey back from getting popular. You fucking clowns. You know what I could tell you? Outside of this game, do you want to know what's holding the game back? The game. All these nerd rules that you put in are junk. Oh, and, oh, look at oh the old guy yelling at clouds again, and the new guy does. Tell me this nowadays compared to back in the day, they score less, they hit less, and they fight less. So what exactly is better? Explain that one to me, Lucy. The only ones thinking this is better are the, are the ones born in like two thousand year two thousand that don't know any different. Because anybody who grew up in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. I have never met one of them that says it's better now. Now, the athletes are better. I'm not saying that. I've said that a million times on here. That's called evolution. Equipment's better, faster, stronger, whatever. But in terms of actual emotion, gameplay, like the emotion of the game, emotion is what sells the game. Fancy goals and cool sellies, bro. Bar down. That doesn't sell the game. Emotion sells the game. And you don't have any. On most nights, it's cookie-cutter, robotic bullshit. And the boards rattle maybe once or twice. And even then, when they... Even I said even when they fight, they can't wait to bro-hug and bum-tap. Respect the code, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole... I'm going to do a whole... One Sunday, I'm going to do a whole uh, episode on the fucking myth of this stupid code. And the horse shit that goes with it. And I will tell you, I will explain to you how even the, the current player are so bought into this bullshit that they killed their own job. But I'll get into that in another episode. But yeah, anyway. I've never heard anyone. Like, I have friends that were diehard fans in the 90s. 
We used to hang out at the Saturday night. You watch the Leafs, drinking beers. You pre-game watching the game, and then you hit the bar. None of them watch anymore. Or if they do, it's because, oh, their kid likes it. Their kid's an Austin Matthews fan, so they'll sit and watch it too, And but it's not as good. Or you get fan. They'll still watch because, oh, it's hockey, but it's garbage now. They'll tell me. How many, well, you got to the regular listeners. Am I full of it? Every player that I've interviewed on this show, any of them say it's better now? No. They said the athletes are better. But the majority of them actually don't even watch hockey anymore. And these are ex-pro players. So who's watching this shit? So then you get on social media. Well, social media, you know, whatever. Well, look, yeah, okay, what's the demographics? What's the major demographic on Twitter? I'm, I'm spitball. I'm not looking this up. But I would guess somewhere between the ages of about 15 and 25, I would say, are pro- is probably the majority of the age group that's on Twitter. So, of course, they grew up with this happy horse shit. So, of course, you're going to get the overwhelming uh, opinion that, oh, today's game's great and that it's way better than before. You know, Crosby's way better than Gretzky. You know, that, that bullshit. Yeah, because they were all born in the year, t- like, 2000 and 1999 and shit. You know. So that's who you're talking to. That's who the voice. But as it goes on, like I said, it's the new generation of fans. So in 10 years, they grew up on this shit. And then it'll be all whatever. It, it, nobody will remember anything because it was all, all the fans will be from from this generation. But yeah, don't sit there and tell me it's better. It's passionless until the playoffs start. And then even then, eh, you know, yeah, sometimes. So, okay, like I said, I've always said, so hockey's the one sport... You have to sit through a five month, five months of boredom that's called the regular season to get to the playoffs and when it gets good. It's the only sport I know that, that changes when it gets to the playoffs. Like what other sport changes? Just hockey. But you wonder why it doesn't, it's not popular, it doesn't grow. Oh yeah, it's because of the fighting. Oh yeah, genius, that's why. Time and time again, it's been proven that red ice sells. Last year, what was the most what was the what was the most anticipated game of the regular season last year? Yeah, the Tachuk Cassian rematch, the Battle of Alberta. Why? Because they were hoping to see Johnny Hockey go bar down. No, just like this one was the most anticipated game. Do you see the correlation, dipshits? But you'll still champion that violence doesn't sell. Because God forbid you say that, because that wouldn't be PC. But I get, but as I've been told, as I was told on social media this week, and I've been told of my account before, that I guess I should just go watch UFC, and I I enjoy head trauma, and I want to see people die. That see that that's the mentality we have of dealing with today's woke fan, you know. And all these people, I don't know why the league still has fighting. I just don't know why they don't get rid of it because the fucking players want it. So the people that are actually participating in the sport and who it affects, blah, 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 they want it. But Penguins Girl and and Islander 69 guys sitting on their couch and on their love seat downstairs, eating their, eating their Cheetos, petting their pet cat, Tim, they, they just, oh, it's terrible. Oh, okay. So they should get rid of it because you don't like it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but you're the same bozos that go online and don't know what the CBA is and whatever. And you have little nicknames for all the players. And as soon as the next fourth jersey comes out, you're buying it. You know, 
and I'm going to put my favoritist on there because he liked my Instagram post. Ugh. This is the voice of the next hockey fan. Okay. Yeah. And then you wonder why your game doesn't sell. Oh, I wonder. Because you're, li- you're listening to the guy who's got his Twitch stream on pause tell you all about what the game should be doing and how Perro should be fired and, you know, you know who they should hire for play. Sadines or Paul Correa, get him in. Because why do you have someone that always broke the rules as part of player safety? Oh, uh, yeah. Because it's not like he would understand why any of that happened oh, or why the player reacted that way. Yeah, what would George know? Oh, God. Anyway, why drag this out any longer? I think this episode's been an hour and 20 minutes. Whatever of me ranting and raving on two different on two days. Hello. Well, that cell phone you heard ringing was Sarcam with my check is ready. Making it rain. Okay. Well, like I said, my adversary is a no-show, so uh, we will live to fight another day, fourth liners. Thank you very much for tuning in again. And uh, I don't. I have not recorded an interview. Like I said, we're, the next couple months, boys and girls, I am flying by the seat of my pants. And uh, I'm just hoping someone answers the phone when I call. So uh, I don't know what will be happening on Wednesday, but I'll be here to yell at you about something. All right, guys. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Because I guess you're getting... I always do this so like on Fridays and Saturdays. So obviously you're listening to this like Sunday or Monday morning. So I guess we're going to attack the work week, folks. And uh, if you're listening to this on the commute or on the train, have a, have a safe journey and uh, a good work week. And uh, we will talk to you guys on Wednesday. All right, everybody. Thank you. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 